0: that helps uh, the show climb up the rankings and helps more people uh, find it. So, thanks a lot. Have you had that Popeye's chicken sandwich? Do you go to Chipotle? Oh my God, that food is delicious. What about going to a steakhouse, having a ribeye, some baked potatoes, whatever. Have you eaten at Quick Trip, a QT? I'm like that food is actually pretty good. So I totally get it. Men and women, totally get it. So much delicious tasty food out there. So much. It's everywhere. Literally everywhere. There's awful food, there's good healthy options now. There's salad places you can drive through, you can get yourself a smoothie. Holy cow. It's all good. I'm not hating. I'm not hating but we need to talk about it. We need to have a conversation. And what better time than right now? What better time? How about how about this? How has the pandemic treated your waistline? Before I go any further, obviously I'm not talking about if you are suffering from the actual virus itself or if you have loved ones. My heart goes out to you. Assuming that you are simply quarantining at home and it's not because you're actually ill how has this treated your waistline has your weight gone up has it gone down during this theoretically speaking the more control we have over our time and rather our diets we're at home right we have these choices it is harder because we're not out and about every day going to work or whatever Theoretically speaking, maybe, maybe you're getting skinnier. Or maybe you're just eating more. Maybe you're drinking more. So maybe your weight's going up. So how has the pandemic been treating you from an eating and drinking standpoint, from a calorie intake standpoint? You know, for me, I know that it's not the easiest thing in the world to uh, to stay fit and trim. And throughout the course of my life, I guess my adult life, I have uh, you know probably fluctuated about ten pounds one way or another. You know, um, I'll get super skinny, and then I will uh I'll put on I'll gain the weight back, and I'll be lazy. I won't exercise, and and I will uh I'll put ten pounds on or whatever, and you know sort of fluctuates there. And for the most part, the uh, the problem I have, it's not so much I, I eat bad food all the time. It's more the whole beer and wine thing. you know, If I were to uh, point to a culprit, it's really the beer and wine thing. We are pretty good at my house of uh, eating at home and doing meal prep and being super prepared. Um, my wife keeps us on a pretty good budget when it comes to uh, tough food and grocery shopping and all that good stuff, which I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I like that because <laughs> I don't always, but uh, but I think it's, it's provided us with uh, a good solid foundation for our nutrition, and I, I'm definitely an advocate for that. So, in 2010, Food Away From Home, also known as F-A-F-H, Food Away From Home, surpassed Food at Home, F-A-H, for the first time. And there is a really fascinating um, study piece, whatever you want to call it, which I will link to in the notes uh, from the United States Department of Agriculture uh, talking about just the trends and how it's all taken shape and what that means from a calorie consumption standpoint. And they make assertions as to the reasons behind it. Um, and so that's definitely a pretty interesting read, even if you just sort of read the um, read the the summaries of it. But that is our reality: is that uh, we are now consuming more food outside of the home than we are inside of the home. And so that's that's you you're you're spending money uh, more than half the time on convenience items, like going to a restaurant or. Uh, just picking up food somewhere on the run as opposed to actually going to a grocery store and bringing the food home and then cooking it. This doesn't... I'm not talking about if you're making your lunch from home and bringing it. That that doesn't count. I'm talking about where you're actually spending your money. So it's not... It's essentially food away from the grocery store is, is, is what this is talking about. So is that good or bad? Is this a good trend or a bad trend? And... You know, I, I'm for some reason reticent to sort of wade into a lot of this stuff, because, because um, there is talk about fat shaming and body positivity and and things of that nature, and I never want anybody to feel bad about themselves. Or don't. I don't. I think that, you know, if you you have feelings, you're 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 sad, you feel bad about yourself. That's I think that that's too bad. I think that that's a terrible thing. I, I don't want that to happen. The flip side of that coin is. I want everybody to have health, happy, healthy, productive, energetic, and great lives. And when you look at what's going on in really all over the world with obesity and other other health elements that that then come with being overweight, it's pretty shocking. It's pretty startling, and obviously there's correlation between. Uh, food away from home and this dramatic spike and horrible trend of, of of obesity and again all the other horrible things that happen to us when we are obese so I'm going to go ahead and, and, and make a decision and say that this is a horrible trend, it's bad food away from home is a bad thing it's a bad thing for Americans, it's a bad thing for people all over the world and there are so many different factors that, that go into this, so for, um, so I, I I appreciate all that. So many factors that go into this. I mean, well, there's so many different. We're, we're we're so much busier these days. Um, maybe you're maybe you have two jobs. Maybe both parents are working. Maybe there are socioeconomic reasons behind this. Maybe you live in a food desert. All of these things, and the absolute explosion of different um, food away from home options. I mean, 50 years ago, was was McDonald's even a thing? Probably, I don't know, whatever. Um, you sort of get it though, right? There are fast food and meal options everywhere now. And perhaps that'll change. Uh, I'm sure that it will to a degree um, coming out of COVID. But that's why the amount of food that, that maybe you eat more at home right now than, than you were before, but the kind of calories that you're eating, odds are, are are better you're probably eating better foods and i'm not making a commentary about whatever flag you fly if you're a vegetarian or vegan or carnivore or whatever um it's just the quality of foods that we eat when we're eating out are oftentimes and that study from the agriculture department proves that that you put crap in your mouth um so i certainly appreciate that there are a lot of factors that play into this um but fundamentally, food away from home is bad for you. It's bad for your body. It's bad for your. It's bad for your budget. I've been talking a lot about um, over this this two month period. We are on the eighth week um, of sheltering in place from home, and what an adventure it's been! Uh, it's been awesome and lousy in, in a lot of different ways. But all told, it's it, it's been a pretty positive experience. Um, but I've been professionally talking to a lot of people about. What you can be doing right now to protect yourself financially, but then really more importantly, moving forward from this, what can you be doing to protect those that are most important to you, your yourself, your, your family, your loved ones, your community? How can you ensure your economic security and then start moving towards economic prosperity? Because the only way you're ever going to move towards prosperity is if you have security first. And so this idea of what can you be doing right now to make sure that you're emerging from COVID better than you went into it. um, Then I think the first step there is you have to know your facts. You have to know your numbers. So how much are you spending on food away from home? How much are you spending on food in general? Do you know the answer to that? Do you keep a home budget? Do you track how much you are spending at the grocery store and everything? If you're not and you're not where you want to be financially, I think that you're gonna find that when you do shine a light on this area, there's opportunity for improvement all over the place. If you are not currently budgeting, um, I, I I I like the idea of the 50-20-30 budget just because it gives you parameters. It gives you a framework with when with with which to work. And if you're curious to learn more about it, you can go to the 50, just Google or Bing or Ask Jeeves 50, 20, 30 budget guide, and there'll be a million different articles about it. Fundamentally speaking, the 50 is for wants. So that's, or rather, I screwed that up. The 50% of your, your take-home pay is for needs. That's food, shelter, transportation, insurance, medicine, stuff like that. 20% is for debt repayment. And saving and investing 30% is for wants okay so food away from home does not count as a need that counts as a want I really want that to sink in you're making a choice you are choosing to not make a healthy choice and you're choosing to not make a good financial choice by spending half of your money when it comes to food, or rather purchasing half of your food away from home. So that is a choice. If you're doing that, you're being lazy. There's zero reason to not eat breakfast at home. There's zero reason, unless there's a real legitimate reason for you not to prepare your lunch at home and bring that to work. And there is zero reason why you cannot eat your dinner at home as well zero reason and i get it i get it i know i get it i'm tired at the end of the day i'm tired better just to uh to pick something up on the way home do some takeout order something in some some delicious tasty food that i just want to sit back and shove in my tasty food hole i get it it tastes great It feels good going down. But you need to stop. You need to stop being lazy. (laughs) You need to step up. And spend a little bit of time. On Sunday. Cooking and doing some meal prep. For the week. You will save so much money. You will be such a healthier person. You are controlling the controllables here. In a world of uncertainty and demands on your time and getting pulled in so many different directions this is a way for you to gain control of it step up spend the time don't know how don't know how to cook ah let's go back to that internet thing you have youtube just google meal prep and they will show you they these brilliant people all over the world show you how to cook your favorite foods in a slow cooker or whatever and you can do a whole week's worth five days on sunday in an hour in an hour you can cook a protein you can cook a grain you can cook a vegetable and then you are good to go you will save exponentially exponential money you will be exponentially healthier and eventually you'll be happier too i know you will miss and this is not to say you have to do that 100% of the time. Just try to get that number down from 50% to maybe 25%. right? So, the fact of the matter is, food away from home is bad for you. It's bad for your health. It's bad for your money. It's bad for your wallet. Your waistline and your wallet. It's bad for both of those things. And what would a conversation during the time of COVID be without mentioning COVID? We will know at some point in time what this thing really looks like and what's really going on. It seems like we're getting different information all the time, and obviously whatever echo chamber you like to get your news from is going to put a particular spin or slant on it. And that sucks. It's pretty lousy that, that we don't know the facts about this. Talked about how you need to know the facts about your personal situation. Well, you know what? In order to really move forward and to learn Moving forward for the next time something like this happens. We need the facts. But what it certainly does seem like is, and we all know this to be true, a strong immune system prepares us better for what comes our way, more so than having a compromised immune system does. Person A, person B. Let's just assume it's two sisters. They're, they're twins identical sister a eats really clean healthy exercises every day has a strong immune system <clears throat> sister B does not sister B does not exercise sister B eats at McDonald's and Chipotle every day she's overweight she's sedentary she has underlying health considerations her immune system is compromised both of them fall victim to COVID 19 Which one do you think is going to fare better? And so goes for you. You need to become more resilient, just like I need to become more resilient. I need to become more physically resilient. I need to become more financially resilient. The only way to do that is by making difficult choices and being honest with yourself and what your situation is. So, take a hard look at what you're doing how much money are you spending on food away from home and pick it up get one of those chef's hats get an apron watch some cooking shows check out hell's kitchen gordon ramsay's hilarious <laughs> start cooking at home it's really fun i mean it's great you know part of uh, the weekend activities in my house or my wife um and I and and James, my three and a half year old, we're cooking something, he's cracking eggs, he's he's mixing, whatever. It's a great thing. Throw some music on. It's a it's a really healthy, fun activity. And then you get to eat it, which is awesome too. So anyway, <clears throat> check it out. Check out the uh the, the study that I referenced, get on YouTube, learn about meal prep. I get it, it's not easy, but nothing is. It's worth doing. You can make this happen. Do it. Before I go, quick announcement. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step by step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it and then how to get great guests and uh, keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out You can go to georgegrumbacher.com forward slash podcast course, and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.